Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United and football. I'm your host Matthew and today I'm going to be talking about Man United's uh, 2-0 defeat away to Liverpool in the Premier League as of yesterday of course. Uh, big derby game, um, we didn't really show up. Uh, it's funny because on the, because I watched the Sky Sports clip yesterday, it had Carragher, um, also did it have, had, had like Keane, Ever and a couple of other people and uh, Roy Keane was like, oh I think they did alright today and I was pretty I was pretty surprised to hear him say that because he's usually quite tough on uh, certain players and rightly so, you should, you should be sometimes. I, I think we did okay at best um, but we just... Again, we've just still got this issue where we don't know what to do in the final third, and um, I'll say this. I'll say this now. I've I've, I've sort of said it before, but <clears throat> I am all lay out. I uh, do want him to to go, um, and I, I I honestly think as well. And some people have expressed this opinion, but I just want to uh, sort of agree with it. If he didn't have this history with Man United as to like you know former legend, you know what did the the, the, the treble winning kick, all that sort of thing. Uh, I think he would have been gone before Christmas, to be honest. Um, like I, I, I think what would have happened is, let's say he did still come in last January, go on that what was it, thirteen game run, and then do really badly for three months. I think that would have still happened. I think the summer, let's say the same thing still happened. Wan Bissaka, Maguire, and James still come in. I think then if he gets up to about November and or, or december roughly let's say like early december i think he would have been gone if he wasn't Solskjaer. uh i think there's this image at the moment of like oh look everybody we got Solskjaer, the legend like let's let's cheer for him or whatever um but uh other than those two europa league games that the fifth and the sixth one for the group stage i've watched every game of the premier league this season and we don't have tactics we don't have any uh at least none that i can tell and at least from what i've um talked with other other fans about listened to other fans fans about um they either say he doesn't have many tactics or doesn't have any it just seems to me our plan a is counter-attack and then plan b doesn't exist um because whenever i watch us go up to the edge of the box whoever it doesn't matter who's got the ball doesn't matter w- which player um it, it sort of seems like all the players are looking around to guess where to pass the ball to next, and that's not a way to win any anything. I mean, yes, we've won matches of football this season. Mostly, you'd have to say through counter-attacking football uh, and the odd moment of brilliance and lucky goal here and there. But uh, Solskjaer doesn't have any tactics, and it just that really, really makes you wonder. Okay, these these players are going to training. They are training. What, what is it like three times a week? For I don't know how many days specifically a week. It might change per club, but let's say two to three, maybe four days a week. Uh, depending on the game and stuff, of course, because you've got midweek football as well. Uh, I, I'd, I'd pay not too much money, but I'd pay decent money to just to visit the training ground and see. Okay, what, what are they doing? Is it? Are they just? Let's say a training session is an hour. I don't know how long a training session session is. Are they just doing counter attacking football for an hour? Is there anything else being practiced? And even from corners, we we don't have a plan. Um, sometimes we, we go short, or sometimes we kick it, like, on the edge of the box, sometimes in the middle of the box, but there's no plan, um, and there's, uh, the, the weird thing as well, we spend 80 million on Harry Maguire, and there's no plan, there doesn't seem to be any plan to get him on the end of the ball, he's our tallest player, he's known for headers, what, what's, what's going on? Uh, speaking of corners, you know, the Van Dyke goal from yesterday, uh, the zonal marking and everything, just not working, and, uh, what was it, we had Williams, Maguire, 
and someone else, I think it might have been, um, maybe Lindelof or something, there was three players around uh, Van Dyke yesterday, but because of the way he jumped and stuff, he won the ball in the air, and you just think, like, that's an, that's an easy goal for Liverpool to get, and that was, what, 15 minutes into the game, let me just scroll up here, uh, yeah, uh, Van Dijk, uh, 14 minutes in, and then obviously the Salah goal at the end, um, so, yeah, the goals themselves, obviously I've just spoken about one. Um, I don't quite understand why everyone's moaning at... Well, yes, that, that let's, let's just clear something up, right? Dan James could possibly have done better against Salah yesterday. But the way I kind of... As, as soon as I saw James running for the ball, the immediate thought was, OK, we've set up so that we've got three holding players, or sort of got three holding players, you know, Matic and Fred are more the holding players and Pereira are supposed to push forward. But we've got five at the back. Williams, Shaw, Maguire, Lindelof and Wan-Bissaka. None of them were there. Right? And I know it's a breakaway from a corner. But why Why none of those players back there? I know because James is up there with the fastest, our fastest player on the pitch. I know Martial's pretty quick. Uh, Wan-Bissaka can run and Williams can run. Um, but I think James might be the fastest, which is, well, I, I'm just trying to guess in terms of like, okay, how come he's, how come he's the one that was there with Salah and no one else, there was no one else there at all, um, and, uh, you know, I, I'm sure Dan James didn't go into this game thinking, okay, in the 94th minute or whatever it was, I'm going to be chasing Salah completely on my own with, obviously, De Gea still there, but... I'm pretty sure that wasn't on Dan James's mind. I'm pretty sure it was, okay, how can I link up with Martial and Pereira? Maybe Wan-Bissaka's going to come down the wing. I can link up with him. Pretty sure that's something that was on his mind. So, sure, he has to, like, track back a bit and everything. But that's more than, like, tracking back. You know what I mean? Um, so, yes, he could have done possibly better. He could have put a foot in or two or something. Um, but I just wonder why... Because he's playing up front in this game. He's not even playing on the right or the left wing. He was playing up front with Martial. Where is everybody who's, you know, behind him? <laughs> All the players we got behind him. I just don't know where everybody was. So, uh, yes, again, I'm trying not to be, you know, sound biased or whatever. But like, uh, there's there's two things there, isn't there? One, James should have put a foot in. Should have done that. He didn't do it. Two, someone else should have been with James, even if it was like Martial or something. The other striker, just someone else, and there was no one else there. So, uh, I kind of blame well him, obviously for his lack of attempt but the rest of the squad for not being there so i don't know um so it's uh it's disappointing and um i was gonna i obviously as you've seen in the title i put bruno, uh, put bruno fernandez i'll talk about him uh i'll talk about him now actually the last thing that we heard on friday night saturday morning i think because what was supposed to happen at least from what i've read is that he played his last game for benfica on saturday they lost 2-0 to uh, sorry, Sporting. His last game for Sporting, they lost 2-0 to Benfica. Got those uh, the, the wrong way around there. Uh, they lost 2-0 to Benfica, and that was like, okay, that's a send-off game for Bruno Fernandes for Sporting Lisbon. Uh, of course, if you remember, we got Ronaldo from Sporting Lisbon, and we got Lewis, Lewis Nanny from uh, Sporting Lisbon as well. So, um, yeah, they've had a, they've uh, brought through a couple of our players, let's say, uh, in the past. Um, but he was supposed to play his last game on Saturday, and everyone was there, there was all this talk about like, is something going to happen on Saturday? And then obviously Sunday we got the Liverpool game. He was supposed to be sitting in the stands or something on Sunday uh, afternoon watching us play, which you know we want him on the pitch. But I mean he's not here anyway. So um, apparently something on Friday night changed to where we had, and this I can only go off of what I've read. You know I don't work for any PR company or whatever. I don't work for Man United, so I can't tell you anything more than what I've heard we offered 42 million and 18 million um 
add-ons over a couple of years or something. Why we can't just pay another 18 million, I don't know. So it was, it was 60 million that the fee was agreed, but it was a different way that we'd agreed that we'd pay it. So the 42 with the 16 leading to 60, and then some somewhere between Friday night-ish and like Saturday midday, roughly, if if I'm if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, Sporting Lisbon put his value up to 80 million, which would be obviously another 20 from the 60. Um, regardless of the whole 18 thing, it would still push it up from 60 to 80. Um, yeah, and then Man United went, nope, we're not doing that, uh, sort of thing. And now everything's kind of stalled, there's no talk on Twitter. Um, apparently Bruno Fernandes really wants to join us, and um, Sporting wants to sell him, or kind of need to. Apparently they're in some sort of financial trouble or something like that. Again, I'm just going off of what I've read, but Man United aren't uh, willing to pay the extra 20 million, so... And if you look at this team, and let, let me just let me just read this bench to you, right? Because, uh, well, let, let me read the the attackers that we've got, okay? Because as far as centre-backs and right-backs and left-backs, I actually think, in terms of numbers, whether or not you like Maguire and Rojo and Jones and uh, all, all the players that we've got, Lindelof, um, doesn't matter right right now. But, uh, so we've got Martial, James, Pereira. Those are the attacking players that we've got, right? Rashford's injured, so he wasn't playing, which meant we had to change our whole formation, apparently. On the bench, we've got Bailey uh, and Jones, obviously the two defenders. Then we've got Mata, Lingard. This is the bench I'm reading. Mata, Lingard, Delow, Romero, and Greenwood. So out of that lot, Mata's good, I would say. Been playing alright recently. He's coming towards the end of his career, obviously, so he's not going to be improving. Lingard I've spoken about numerous times. I don't think he's good enough. The low I'm excited to see more of him. Um but uh, he he said it he came on but I don't even remember him coming on really. Romero, he's a good backup goalkeeper and Greenwood. Uh is obviously a good future star. He's been scoring some goals here and there. He's doing really well. Uh Jones needs to go. Matt probably needs to go. Lingard probably needs to go and Bailey um was it needs needs to kind of stay or whatever um but obviously then we we've ended up putting people like chong gomez on the bench and you just think where's where's the squad depth where's liverpool on their bench liverpool got fabino on their bench fabino uh adrian or adrian how you say his name uh minaminko is that the player that they got the the uh for january transfer window then they've got lalana good player origi good player matip don't rate him too much but good player i think uh, and then Curtis Jones, who I've not actually heard of before. And they brought on, out of that lot, Fabino, um, uh, Lalana, and Origi. And we brought on Delow, One Matter, and Greenwood, who I, I like those three. But the other options, you know, Lingard, Jones, uh, and Matter, not the greatest of selections, I think. Well, Ling- Lingard and Jones are the two that I'm pointing out here. But if you, yeah, just look at those two benches. So, um,. Yeah, it's disappointing. We all know it's disappointing. We all know the situation, and there's no, there's literally no use me sitting here being like, okay, this is what Man United need to do: sell the club, da da da, get new manager in, get new players in. We know this already. I'm not going to sit here and and repeat those things. Everybody's talking about them. We already know. We already know what needs to happen. We need some investment in the team. We desperately, desperately need to buy some players because not only, like, like I said in the uh, midfielder podcast that that I did last week, I think that was. Uh, you can obviously go and check that out as well. Um, yeah, where we we're basically in a situation with our holding midfielders, where we've, as far as I can see, the ones that should be playing are holding midfielders. Matic, Fred, and Garner are the only two available players because Pogba shouldn't really be playing there. Um, he should be playing, you know, further forward, like like. Like such as the likes of Gomez, Pereira, uh, and Mata do, 
Um, you shouldn't be playing any of those players I just mentioned in defensive midfield because they're just not gonna gonna work there. Uh, so so you got Matic, of course, the thirty-something-year-old was he thirty-three, thirty-four, past it player. Fred, who's working his socks off because he's been played every single game now. And Garner, who's an 18, 19-year-old player who's come through the academy. Not putting him down, just, you know, inexperienced compared to the to the other two. Um, so, there you go. That's the midfield situation. And now with strikers, of course, we've got, what, Martial? James, sort of. I'm confused as to why he put James up front with Martial. I guess it was a, pa- a pacing thing. Uh, Rashford's out injured, and we've got Greenwood and Chong and Gomez, I think. So not only is the ter- is the squad lacking in terms of just quality, it's also lacking in terms of just quantity as well, just numbers that uh, to put in there. So yeah, um, I don't, should I bother with player ratings? I mean, like it was it was an alright game, I suppose. Um, we we couldn't do. I mean, we could stop both goals, and they obviously scored the two um, goals that were disallowed. One that was for. Uh, what was it? One that was for the foul on De Gea from Van Dijk, which I thought was a foul. There was another goal they scored. Was it? Oh, yeah, it was the offside one from Ronaldo, wasn't it? I think he scored an offside goal. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty much the situation. So uh, let's take a quick, quick. Let's take a break. Sorry. Uh, we'll come back and we'll talk about uh, some fixtures and have a look at the league table because that looks good these days, doesn't it? So see you in a minute. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon. There's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier that gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, let me scroll up a bit here, we've got uh, Let's Play Sundays, another episode of that for Call of Duty Modern Warfare. There will still be some different games coming out for that, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, top 5 Best TV Shows, number 2. So all of them, apart from number 1, have been revealed so far. Number 1 will be revealed on Friday, so 5, 4, 3, and 2. Yeah, 5, 4, 3, and 2 have all, have all been revealed, so go and check those out. Uh, chat Podcast, talking about December. Uh, so take a look out for that. Um, uh, good talk uh, for the Good Place season for episode eleven. There's just two episodes of the Good Place left for episodes twelve and thirteen. Episode thirteen will be a longer episode. I think it's supposed to be, be around ninety minutes. So you can check out my thoughts on the latest uh, Good, Pla- Good Place episode. Uh, we did a little tra- a little podcast called Trailer Talk. We talked about uh, Morbius, Black Widow, Ghostbusters, James Bond, Wonder Woman. 
uh, Harley Quinn and a couple of others. So you can check that out. That's what me and Robert got up to recently. Uh, gaming talk this week. Sony's not going to be E3 for 2020. Which means that PlayStation won't be there. You'll still see games that are going to be on PlayStation. But all the PlayStation exclusives won't be shown off at E3. Uh, none of them will. So uh, that's going to be that for E3. Some big, big news there. Final Fantasy VII Remake has been delayed. And so has Avengers as well. Uh, we're going to be talking this week about uh, what the other two games were delayed. Uh, Cyberpunk and uh, Iron Man VR, which were both delayed as well. Uh, CW Superheroes for the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover for the final two episodes. Episodes 4 and 5, me and Robert discussed those. Uh, classic Review Season 3, Episode 4 for Fools and Horses. Uh, seasons 1 to 3, a rough look at those seasons. And uh, just my overall thoughts and feelings on the series. I uh, did another watch along podcast for Superstore Season 5 Episode 1. Uh, so you can check that out as well. Obviously did the uh, Man United Midfield Problem podcast which I talked about. And uh, that's pretty much what we're doing at the moment on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. Let's have a look at the league table because that looks so good these days. Uh, where is it? Where did it go? Uh, let's click on Man United. That should load something up here. Um, timeline, stats, news, lineup. It's usually here. Let me just press back. Um, it is not showing me the option. Let me just type in Premier League table. That should come up with it. Premier League table. Because uh, usually it's got like fixtures and then some other stuff, but it's not coming up with that right now. Here we go. Um, Alright, so let's click on see more so we can see the whole table, not just the top five, which we're still in the top five, which I suppose is good. So there's that. It's a shame really because Leicester dropped points, Man City dropped points, Chelsea dropped points, and this was our chance to not take over any of them, those teams, but kind of uh, catch up to them a bit. Uh, right, so we know that Liverpool are at the top. This is loading. Alright, they've obviously won their last however many games. Um, there is apparently, yes, there is a 40, 50, is, a th- is that 30 points? We got 34 points. Liverpool got um, 64 points. So that's a 30 point gap, I think. Yeah, 34, 44, 54, 60, yeah, 30 points gap. Why were people saying it was 20 yesterday? I can't remember. But uh, yeah. 20, uh, 30 points away from Liverpool, at least from what I can see from here. Uh, they are... Is this correct? It says Man City are on 40... Oh yeah, 48. They are um, quite a few points clear. They've got that game in hand as well. Uh, so that doesn't look good. I mean, look, in terms of Liverpool winning the league, um, it's it's not like last year when like Man City and Liverpool were chasing it out all season long. Man City have fallen off. Everyone's fallen away from Liverpool. And, yeah, I mean, when you, I mean, yeah, they've been top what, all season long, pretty much. I don't think Man City were even top from the, from the start, were they? Because, obviously, Liverpool have won 21 out of 22 games. Of course, they drew against us. But, uh, yeah, it's it's a thing where I've kind of settled on, okay, don't be, like, freaked out if they win the league. Because it's not like it's been any other way all season long. Um, so it's not, it's not like with last season where it was like, okay, last day of the season, our oh, Man City going to slip up against Brighton. All they've gone 1-0 down and, you know, we're freaking out because Liverpool might win the league. It's not like that. It's not like that. It's not even close to being like that. So, yeah, it's uh, it's it's disappointing. But um, it's, I mean, you have to give Liverpool some credit, right? I mean, you don't win 21 games by accident for the season. No one else has done that. The closest that anyone's gotten is Man City with 15 wins. So, 
there's that. But uh, yeah, there's not too much on Liverpool winning the league, and that's not what quite what we want to talk about. Uh, let's look at Man United situation, which is what we're here to talk about. We are on level point. I didn't realise this until I just looked right now. Uh, we are on level with points with Wolves. We've only got a slightly better goal difference with five. Yeah, because they got four and we got nine. Uh, both got 34 points. And then if we look down the table slightly, uh, Sheffield United got 33, so they're right behind us. Tottenham have got 31. They lost, didn't they, this weekend? I can't remember. Uh... No, they drew or something, didn't they? I can't remember. Um, yeah, I think they drew, maybe. Um, anyway, they got 31, so they're right behind us as well. And then 30, 29 and 29, you've got uh, Palace, Arsenal, Everton. There's a lot of teams on 29 points. There's Arsenal, Everton, Newcastle, all on 29 points. So, yeah, it's still really, really close in the middle of the table, isn't it? So, um, there you go. But... Uh, yeah, uh, we're still, like I said, we are five points away from Chelsea. Could have closed that to three if we'd have beaten Liverpool. I don't, no one was expecting us to beat Liverpool, but it would have been nice to get to have gotten a draw, you know. Um, and you you look at the you look at this this Premier League table and the the teams that are in it, and you think, okay, Liverpool have they've they have beaten everybody. I know they drew, they only drew against us the first time, but they have beaten everybody in this Premier League. And you kind of think, okay, on round two, let's say. Um, uh, roughly round two, because, you know, we've had 22 uh, games from them now, so that means they've played everybody, but they've played two teams twice, which is us and somebody else. Uh, their game their game in hand that they've got is against West Ham, I think, because West Ham and them are the only teams who have played 22. I don't know when that game's supposed to be, but it's been that way for a while, so they could go even further clear, because are, are West Ham going to beat Liverpool? I don't really think so. So, uh, One thing I wanted to mention as well in terms of... Um, just on the pitch comparing us in Liverpool, the amount of like uh the difference in ball control, the difference in passing, the difference in I mean they have tactics, uh <laughs> to be honest. Um, you know, they have tactics, they have ball control, they have a game plan, they uh, they know where everybody is on the pitch because uh, when when we're passing the ball, our players seem to just look around to see where everybody is. Um, and you just kind of you just yeah, you just wonder what these coaches... Because that's down to the coaching, isn't it? Uh, in terms of like, okay, what tactics are we going to use? Who's appropriate for those to, to use those tactics? Should we change them? No, we just haven't picked any. So, uh, And I'm not I'm not even like joking in terms of, okay, we don't have any tactics. Because it's so o- obvious to me that when we get to the edge of the box, we're just guessing what to do. And that's not a tactic, is it? So, and th- Unless we're counter-attacking and looking for the next player to pass to on the counter-attack, we're just guessing and just... Just trying to pass the ball around on the edge of the box. It's it's very disappointing. So, anyway, um, let's look at upcoming matches. Uh, it's actually got the whole of the Premier League selected. That's not what I wanted. Um, let's click on Man United. That should work that way, shouldn't it? Yes, matches have loaded for Man United now. I know we've got Burnley on Wednesday. Um, yes, at 8 o'clock. And then we've got the, I think it's, yeah, Sunday... Sunday at 3 o'clock? That's a bit weird. Uh, we've got the FA Cup game, haven't we? That's either against... Who is it? It's uh, Watford or... It's like Tranmere or somebody like that. I think that we've got. That game is like uh, in the next couple of days, I think. Well, it's got to be, hasn't it? Because so, we've got to play them on Saturday. Um, then we've got... Uh, oh, God. We've got that Man City game. How are we going to score two goals against Manchester City? I know we did it in the first... Uh, t- um, uh, league game for the season against them. We beat them 2-1, didn't we? Because, yeah, it was Tottenham and Man City. We beat 2-1 back-to-back. 
how are we going to do that now? If you look at um, that game and how much we got outplayed and how badly, how bad uh, we looked, and you just kind of think, how can we? What can we do against that team? We got no Rashford. Bruno Fernandez probably isn't going to be there. Um, just to finalise my thoughts on Bruno Fernandez, I, I, I don't think we're getting him. So I don't, I don't think we're signing anybody in January. I mean, we've only got eleven days left to do it anyway. Uh, and uh, I think we're just going to have this squad for the rest of the season. So we'll see how that goes. Because uh, Scott and uh, Marcus, Ra- Scott McTominay and Marcus Rashford are both out for, I think, a couple of weeks to a couple of months. We don't quite know. So, yeah, Man City next Wednesday, uh, 7.45. And then we've got Wolves, Saturday, half five. Then Chelsea uh, away. So that kind of goes back round, doesn't it? To uh, that, that would mean that we've played everybody because uh, Chelsea would be uh, the next team. Because so, we played them at the start, didn't we? And then we've got the start of the... Uh, Europa League against uh, Club Bruges. So, yeah, that leads us into Europa League. So we'll see how things go. Uh, I don't think we'll buy anybody. I'm not. I'm. I haven't got any excitement in terms of like, oh, oh, who are we going to buy? Because I don't think we're going to get anybody. Um, and in terms of like, oh, we're going to get Bruno Fernandes today or tomorrow. I'm just completely reserving all my expectations that none of those two things will happen. So that when they don't happen, I won't be disappointed. Um, so. Yeah, it's it's disappointing right now, isn't it? And we know what needs to be done. It's just a case of, it's just a case of how how bad the things need to get until either one the Glazers sell the club, or two Solskjaer gets sacked, or three um, we bring some players in. Those are the three things that can, or director of football, whatever. Those are the four things that can happen, can't they? Because director of football is supposed to help you, help you with transfers or whatever. Uh, I don't always know all the roles in in a like football club or whatever, but I've heard that's to do with. Basically, that would be somebody taking over from what Woodward is doing um, at the club. So we'll see uh, how all that goes. Yeah, one of those four things is pretty much going to have to happen. So we'll see uh, which one of those is first. So my guess would be, you know, I don't know out of those four things which one's going to be first. So. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, but that's all I've got for you for this episode of the United Cast. Of course, I'll be back soon. I don't know when. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll probably save up a couple of matches again or something. But um, we'll see what happens. So, there we go. Uh, thank you all very much for listening. You can find all the content on entertainmenttalk.org. If you want to support the podcast, support Entertainment Talk. We're on Patreon. Please check out the $1 and $3 level tiers. Um, Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We'll get a small cut of what you spend. It won't cost you extra iTunes feeds, please rate, review, subscribe to those. Word of mouth, please tell your friends, family, people that you know about the website and your iTunes feeds. Um, what else is there? Uh, of course, social media, share them on Facebook and uh, Twitter as well. That helps us out. Uh, and last thing, video games. If you want to watch us play different video games, me and David stream on Twitch, Robert streams on Mixer, and look out for Let's Play Sundays. I don't know if I'm going to have time to do Modern Warfare Mondays today, and I don't know if it's going to work anyway. So um, I might just leave that just for this week. So... Uh, it's not like a priority piece of content right now, but it's one that's uh, a new thing. So uh, either like tomorrow or something, or maybe next week, I'll see how it goes. But I'll obviously tweet about that when that's going to happen. Thank you very much for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>